0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: Have his eyes on the pitcher by the 8-second pitch mark on the pitch clock.
2: And that's going to be the ballgame.
1: This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM from BetQL.
2: Happy Friday. Welcome back to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Aaron Hawksworth, Joe Ostrowski with you. Some baseball talk. March 30th, opening day. Going to do an MLB season preview as well as look at some futures and also some new rules. The pitch clock is going to change some things. This is something I've been curious to see how this goes. Maybe it won't have much of an effect um but what do you think will this change how you how you bet what are you laughing at i'm laughing because
1: i feel like uh kenny Ducey hasn't never answers the phone (laughs) my wife yells at me because i always have it on silent and so when she calls i never answer so i was just thinking that maybe he has the do not disturb on because that that's always me getting in trouble
2: it's a thing now i i never answer the phone anymore Never. It's kind of like I don't try to be rude, but if I don't know who is calling, I, last thing I want to do is get stuck on the phone with a telemarketer or some spam call that I didn't see coming.
1: Yeah, I rarely do. I answered the phone last week when somebody called randomly who never calls me. Regretted it immediately. It was just so awkward. But anyways.
2: yeah, <laughs> just text me if we need a, if we need to jump on a call, we can. But.
1: Like, yeah, why are you trying to sell me something at all times? That's why they get you on the horn. They've got an agenda.
2: (laughs) Joining us now is Kenny Ducey of the Action Network and Covers. Kenny, I want to ask you about the pitch clock. How will it affect how you bet these MLB games this season, if at all?
0: I, I don't think, I think it will affect how I bet, but I don't think it's going to affect Quite yet. I think we gotta wait and see. Um, I think we had similar discussions last year when we were talking about, you know, uh, going into this year really about the shift, right? You know, I think you just have to to wait and see how certain players take it to their advantage, how certain players are affected by it negatively. Um, but I, I certainly think that it's gonna play a role in changing baseball games. You know, I mean, just as someone who watches Nestor Cortez pitch, you know, 15, 20 times a year. He's going to be, you know, and, and Max Scherzer as well. We saw the viral clip thing uh, day one or day two of the pitch clock in spring training. Like, these strikeouts, you know, are are insanely quick. They're like 10, 15 seconds, and it's certainly going to benefit some pitchers. There are some pitchers who like to operate quickly. Um, and, you know, now, now that they're going to have the ability to work on their own time, you know, batters don't have any control over stopping things. I mean, obviously, I guess you could call time. But... Um, you know, I think it's going to make some pitchers much better. And, um, you know, there's also pitchers who are very deliberate. It's going to make them much worse. So I think we're going to just have to kind of, you know, two-month two sample, one-month sample, look back and see, okay, well, who's starting slow to the season? And then, you know, then again, you have to, have to think about the fact that some guys are just going to have bad luck early in the season or they're not going to pitch well. It has nothing to do with the pitch clock. So I really don't think it's going to affect me right now. But I certainly think midseason it's going to be time to reassess figure out what players are benefiting from this. And I think that, um, you know, we really just have to take a full season's worth of data and then sort of think about it. But right now, anyway, I don't think I'm doing anything. Um, There's plenty of rule changes though that are going to be, uh, you know, making players better and worse and and impacting the game. So I think it's actually gonna be a pretty exciting season in that sense. But right now I'm just enjoying Mm -hmm. all these viral videos and (laughs) I'm I'm not really doing too much differently.
1: Kenny, I want to circle back uh, to your MLB looks for this season, but I want to talk about a couple of your other favorite teams in other sports because uh, wh- when we all know about the New York bump when it comes to awards, and I placed a wager on, uh, on one of the players on the Knicks and I, for an award, and we know about the run that they are going on right now. What do, you, what do you think is more likely? I think we've lost a lot of value with these numbers over the last week. But what do you view as uh, being a more likely scenario? Brunson, most improved player, even though he was uh, viewed as one of the top free agents last year, or quickly as the sixth man of the year? If, if one of them's going to get an award, which one would you go with?
0: Ooh, it's probably Jalen Brunson, right? I mean, look, I just think there's some pretty stiff competition for sixth man of the year. I mean, I, I, right off the top of my head, I could tell you that Norman Powell is, is looking really good. Um, you know, I mean, the Clippers are not looking that good. We saw that last night. Uh, what, a, what a terrible loss for them. But Norman Powell has been unbelievable off the bench for them and really the only reason why they're uh, a competent basketball team right now, I think. You know, I mean, I know Kawhi and Paul George are out there on a nightly basis now, but um, without Norman Powell, I'm not sure how good this team really is. And, you know, obviously Malcolm Brogdon, you know, with, with the Bucks. Uh, is the favorite, and and the Bucks have been outstanding. Um, you know, they, I think they're probably going to win the NBA Finals. So I think there's some pretty good competition there. Quickly, I, I think the whole body of work for his season hasn't been great. I mean, he's been really good of late, but uh, he's had some mm-hmm. some points in the season where he's been disappointed. disappointment. I think Jalen Brunson, as you said, the New York bump is big. You know, Tom Thibodeau winning coach of the year when he really didn't deserve it uh, years ago. I, I think that Jalen Brunson should win most improved. Um, I mean, he's been the story of the year, uh, especially not winning the All-Star game. And, you know, and I know he's not the favorite to win this award, but I could definitely see it happening. I think it's very likely just because I, I think that the writers are going to want to come away, give Jalen Brunson something. You know what I mean? Like he, he didn't make the All-Star team. He was upset about that. After the All-Star, break he was even better. I think he's going to earn himself this award, and uh, I think it's way more likely than, than quickly winning six men.
2: Well, while we're on the Knicks, I ended up using a free bet on them at 110 to 1. You on board with this?
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.
3: at shopify.com slash podcast. all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. shopify.com slash podcast.
0: <laughs> um, I think so. I think this is a good team. Look, I don't, I don't know, like, what the ceiling is, realistically. Like, I don't think that the Knicks are gonna go in and beat it, uh, beat the six or, or I mean, they could beat the Sixers in the Seven Games. I don't think they're gonna beat the, uh, The box in a seven-game series. And I don't think they're going to beat whoever comes out of the West in a seven-game series. I think the Nuggets are, you know, really – I mean, look, this is also – this could be a pipe dream, right? This is all theoretical matchups. Like, I don't think the Knicks are going to make the NBA Finals in my head, right? But uh, I I do think that if you look at it, there are not that many teams that are, like, impossible to beat in a seven-game series for this team. and That's why Mm
2: -hmm.
0: I, I have more faith in the Knicks than I ever have. Uh, at least in quite some time, right, maybe since they were two seed in the East with, with Mel and J.R. Smith. Um, I, I think it's a good bet. Like, I think this is a legitimately good basketball team. They have an amazing second unit. Um, they, have, they have two very good scorers. They have a great point guard, and they play great defense. And Mitchell Robinson coming back into the fold over the last few games, you know, they've been unbelievable um, with Mitchell Robinson in there. So I, I, I definitely think that, like, if you can make a case that they could be one of the five best teams entering the playoffs, but i don't and so i think in that sense your ticket is a good one to have but i you know it's i'm not i'm trying to get not i'm trying not to get too excited and you guys are making me get too excited about the next i'm very excited <laughs> about the next um but yeah i mean look i, I think it's, it's maybe not this year but uh i, I you know look I, I mean anything can happen in the playoffs man like you know we've seen the nuggets uh choke before we've seen um you know it, it, the the box choke before like it i it, it anything can happen. So. So I'm not. I'm not like. I'm not. I'm. I'm not overly confident, but I'm. I'm pretty confident that like they could at least make a run here and make that ticket worth uh, worth holding on to.
1: Well, maybe you're more excited about the Jets. Week one starting quarterback will be.
0: Oh, it, it's it's already Aaron Rodgers. Right, it's been Aaron Rodgers for about a month. Uh, I've, I've been operating <laughs> my daily life. A Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback. I don't I don't know what anyone else is trying to tell me that he's not the quarterback. Uh, he's the quarterback <laughs> until proven otherwise. Like, this is innocent until proven guilty situation here. Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback of the New York Jets until someone tells me he's not. Uh, because they, they brought in Nathaniel Hackett for... Uh, that's the only reason they would bring in Nathaniel Hackett. Why else would you hire Nathaniel Hackett coming off that season <laughs> with the Packers? Or, or excuse me, the, the Broncos. And, um, you know, I mean, look, I, I, I think that it's all predicated on, well, you know, the, the, are the Packers, do they want to trade Aaron Rodgers? Like, of course the Packers are going to trade Aaron Rodgers. If Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to play for the Packers, he's going to get traded. And if he's going to get traded anywhere, I, I, don't, I don't want to hear, like, look, if they want to piss off Rodgers, if they, if they don't want to, you know, uh, take the best package, yeah, maybe they'll trade him to Vegas. I think the Jets are going to have the best offer for the Packers. I think that it's, it's going to be a match with Aaron Rodgers. I think Aaron Rodgers wants to play for the Jets. If, if you're a free yeah. agent or if you are a, a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers and like Lamar Jackson and you look at this objectively, you look at all the teams, I, I, and I swear I'm not being biased, I don't understand how you can make an argument that you'd rather play for the Falcons or the Raiders. Like the Jets have one of the best defenses in football. We, we saw last year they had uh, the Offensive Rookie of the Year in Garrett Wilson. Mm-hmm. They had the odds-on Offensive Rookie of the Year in Brees Hall before Brees Hall got hurt. And they, you know, look, their offensive line is probably a piece or two away from being elite. But, you know, they have draft picks, right? Like they have capital. Um, I think this is a team that is a quarterback away from being elite, being one of the five best teams in all of football. So I think that (laughs) Lamar Jackson and Aaron Rodgers are smart enough to know that. Now, whether or not they have control over when they go to the Jets is a different story. Like we always talk about this with trades. We talk about trades like with Tyree Kills, Deshaun Watson in years past. We're like, oh, well, where, does, where do they want to go? I don't think it really matters where they want to go. If the team wants to, you know, not burn the bridge, then maybe it, it matters. But, um, you know, I, but I do think that the Jets are going to have a very competitive offer. And I do think that if the players have any say in the matter, I do think they're going to want to go to the New York Jets. So, I, I look, I, I mean, to me, I, I, <laughs> I, I swear, like, I, I, I don't really think about
2: it. <laughs> so you, you see the future. You made Aaron Rodgers decision for him. I love it. I didn't know you were going to have a strong take on that. I, I was here for all of it. I did. Uh, <laughs> 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 Let's talk about some major league baseball. Kenny, do you have a favorite win total?
0: You know, it's it's funny because I never bet win totals. And, uh, hmm. I mean, like we talked about them. I always, I always like to, to recommend win totals, but I don't actually go in and bet them. But I think this year I'm going to have to take the under on the New York Yankees at 94.5 because, once again, it's incredibly high. And, I, I, once again, I have no faith in this team. And, and going into last season, you know, a lot of people looking at the New York Yankees did not have a ton of – confidence, given the fact they didn't do anything over the offseason to improve their team. Um, I think you can make the same argument this year, like, what have what the Yankees really did next to nothing to improve their roster? But last year, you know, I, I thought that they sort of, I wouldn't say they had a fluke start to the season, but um, they've really overachieved. And I really thought we saw at the, at, at, you know, the second half of the season that they did overachieve, like that huge, they, their offense absolutely cratered. I mean, I could go on a rant for 20 minutes of all the problems with the New York Yankees. They have the second highest payroll. In, in MLB history, and you would never even know it with this roster um, because it's allocated to four players. Now, I love Carlos Rodon and I thought that was an excellent move, but I don't think that pitching was really the problem with the New York Yankees, right? The problem was that they had the wor- – outside of Aaron Judge in the second half, if you took him away from the team, they had the worst offense in baseball. So – and I don't know if there's really been anything to shore that up. I mean, D.J. LeMahieu is dealing with, with so many injury issues. Um, you know, I, I don't know if he's going to be the same player Jim uh, Carlos Stanton is a year older now. If they, if they start the season with Volpe, I think it's a little bit more promising, but 94 and a half wins for a team that I'm just not sure how they're going to hit. Like, that, that is a scary proposition. And then you also have to talk about the fact that the Rays and the Blue Jays have gotten much better in the division. I think the Red Sox could surprise some people. You know, I don't think they're going to be very good, but I do think that they could play that spoiler role in the division with the teams I mentioned with some of their young talent, like Brian Bayo could have a nice season. So um, I think that's going to be sneaky competition in that at least. and I don't think that there's going to be – I don't think the Yankees are going to run away with it now. And, uh, you know, when you look around the American League, like, yeah, you know, there are some conquerors in the AL Central. But, like, I Mm. think there's some pretty good competition in the American League. So I don't know where we're getting 94 and a half wins from. Uh, I'm definitely going to take the under on that. I think the Yankees could win the division, but it's going to be a struggle.
1: Oh, you think judges? Not going to repeat last year? I mean, that, that was a very repeatable performance. Uh, what about uh, division, pennant, World Series, futures? Does anything stand out to you at this moment?
0: Uh, yeah, let's, let's talk about the Phillies again, right? Let's do the Phillies to, uh, to win the division and to win the World Series. No, um, look, I, I think <laughs>
1: yeah, you are Joe G's not here for you to beat up on. You can't tell him to walk everything back.
0: I know I, Well, look I I was that, that was one of my favorite moments. Uh, but yeah, I mean, yes. I, I also was, too. I, swore, I, I swore that I took the uh, the, you know, the, the Phillies to win the World Series. And then when I look back on it, I actually just took them to win the division. So, you know, did I really do anything worthwhile on the show? Probably not. Uh, but no, look, I, I, I'm going to go back to a team that I liked last year. And that is the St. Louis Cardinals uh, to to win the World Series. Now, Look, I think when you look at the, you know, the, the, the lay of the land here, I'm not a huge Padres guy. Um, I, I certainly, you know, w- given what we just talked about, the Yankees as one of the favorites, I'm not in love with. The Dodgers don't seem to have that same. I don't think the Dodgers are going to be bad, but they're not going to be the elite team that they were the last few years. just I, I think they've had too many losses. And uh, I, as someone who is so high on that organization, I, I, as, as someone who has a lot of faith in them, I still just don't know what happens there. So... Look, I think that we could see a better season from Lars Nootbaar. I thought he ended the season very well last year. Um, Tyler O'Neill also looked more promising last year, uh, kind of rebounded a little bit as, as the year went on. Uh, we, we've already seen um, the brilliant uh, video on Twitter of Paul Goldschmidt and Aaron, uh, Nolan Arenado homering on the same day. Like, obviously, those guys are, are very good. I think this is a very complete team, and now you add Wilson Contreras to the fold. Um, I, I really think they could sneak up on some people. I mean, I know they're the Cardinals. You know, how often do they really sneak up on people? But um, adding Jordan Montgomery at the trade deadline, I thought was was a good move. I don't think he's amazing, but uh, you know, mixing him in with some consistent pitchers like Miles Mikolas and Jack Flaherty, if he can stay healthy, which is a huge question mark. Um, I, I think you know, and, and you could have worse fifth, fifth starters than Steven Matz, right? Like. I, I think they need to go out and make a trade before, you know, around the deadline. But um, I think they could start the season pretty well here, just because I don't really think that their division is is that crazy.
2: That was Kenny Ducey of the Action Network and covers. I'm glad he's back. Baseball season is almost here. This is the BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. NFL free agency report cards next.